sex unshamed. Hey, what's going on? You're looking for a podcast that unshamed sex. I think we can help. Don't talk. Just listen. Listen. The most stimulating podcast on the internet. Uh. Now zip up and put your headphones on. You're listening to Sex Unshamed. Here's your host, Sean Lee. Hello, lovers. It's Sean Lee. And I'm so happy to be with you again today. What I want to talk about today is the things that people ask me about. You know, it's very interesting doing what I do, and I do a lot of things, but in this particular world, when I tell people that I'm a sex podcaster and that I have one of the top podcasts in the world, I get one of two things. I either get somebody who gets really embarrassed and they might turn red and not make eye contact, and that happened yesterday, or I get somebody who turns to me and says, I have questions. And sometimes the questions are like, why did my husband do this in bed last night? Or how can I fix this problem? But I was talking to a woman and she said to me, okay, my boyfriend and I think we want to try that. And I was like, that's wonderful. And she said, and I've thought about it. And I said, well, you know, one of the earmarkers, uh, because she wanted to try swinging. She wanted to try to go to some sex parties. And I said, are you, do you guys want to do swinging or do you want to do poly? And polyamory is something she had not really been familiar with. So the only information she had was from news and television on what swinging was. And I want to go on the record and saying that if you've ever seen a swinging party on TV, on Netflix or anything, there's almost a 100% chance that it's fucked your vision forever on what it really is. Because it looks really aggressive and it looks like everybody's predatory and most of the time it's not like that at all. But she and I were talking and I said, you know, one of the biggest things about swinging is that you get some pleasure from watching your partner be pleasured by someone else. Now, whether that's girl-girl play, which in the swinging lifestyle means that that it's a couple sport. So let's, let's back up a little bit. Typically, swinging is a couple sport. That does not mean there's not going to be some singles in it. But very often, it's a couple sport, and everybody has their own rules. And so for some couples, it's they'll only be together, they'll only play with other couples if they can be in the same room together. Um, some couples have it where they can be in the same room together, but they can't have penetrative sex. Some couples have it where they can have penetrative sex and they can have it with anyone in any room as long as they're in the same house. And then there are some, some couples who are like, you can do your thing and I'll do mine. That's super rare. Most of the time, it's couples playing together. Now, saying that, very often there there are relationships where it's only girl-girl play, which means only the girls play and the guys watch and they hold their dick or they make love to their partner afterward or whatever. But the swinging lifestyle is, is it's a couple sport, but women really rule it because a lot of the women in the lifestyle are bi or bi-curious and they, and they want to play with other women and they want to see what that experience is like in a safe environment. So my conversation with this particular person was she and her husband, she and her boyfriend actually were thinking about getting involved in the lifestyle. She's straight, but she's a little bit curious and he's straight and he wants to have sex with lots of women because let's be clear, guys, when you're newbies in the lifestyle, we can spot you from a mile away. Ladies, if you're going to be in a lifestyle party for the first time ever, do not wear wedgies, wear stilettos, platform ones, platform stilettos will make everybody think you know what you're doing. And don't wear a dress below your knees, by the way. Um, Men, typically when you guys enter the lifestyle, 
You're like the Energizer bunnies. You're like, you want to fuck everything. You're like, oh my God, this is so good. I'm going to fuck this one and this one and this one. Don't do that shit or you'll never get to go back. So she and I are having this conversation and she's older than her boyfriend. And she said to me, you know, the way I feel about it is, you know, if he's going to have sex with somebody else, that's fine. And if the, and then I've already made my decision that if that's who he wants because she's younger, she's this or she's that, then, then we can just break up. And I was like, you are the last person in the world that should ever be in the lifestyle. Like, let's just pause. And she's like, what do you mean? And I said, you're already planning for it to go badly. <laughs> like, that's not what this is about. So I want to be clear. If your partner wants to be in the lifestyle, and when I say lifestyle, in this case, I mean swinging lifestyle. There's, there's so many different alternative lifestyles, but for this, we're just talking swinging right now. If you want to be in the lifestyle with your partner, you have to want to be in it as much as they do. And there's a lot of discussion that the girls are the ones who get dragged into it or the guys are the ones that get dragged into it. But at the end of the day, it's if you're in a couple, it's got to be a couple sport. Because the lifestyle, one of the earmarkers of it is it's got like a spotlight. If you have an insecurity, like she clearly has an insecurity about the fact that she's older than her boyfriend. Because the first thing she said was if he wants to be with a younger woman. The lifestyle is going to shine a spotlight on that insecurity. And it's going to go, hey, here I am. Just in case you're wondering, this is what you're fucking scared of. From that vantage point, you're hosed, right? You only have a couple of options. You can freak out, which, by the way, almost everyone does at home with doors closed with your partner. You can suck it up and be uncomfortable and miserable, which, by the way, is what a lot of couples do until they get home and argue with their partner. Or you can sink into that insecurity and really do your own work. And it's my opinion that you're going to go through all of those three processes, especially if you're going to want to stay in the lifestyle. So the lifestyle is not a place where jealousy is tolerated, but it's foolish to say that nobody feels it. You know, if you've listened to my show at all, you've heard me talk about the fact that one of my frustrations with the lifestyle is everybody feels jealous sometimes. It's a normal human emotion. It's different than envy. So jealousy says, I don't want you to take what's mine. And envy says, I want what you have. And they're normal human emotions and they need to be processed through because all they're doing is masking your own insecurities. And when jealousy comes up in the lifestyle, invariably it's because your partner is doing something with someone else that you feel like is taking something away from you. And whether you're a female in that relationship or a male in that relationship, it's totally normal, but it's not about your partner. And that's something that lifestylers have to learn. If they're going to be in the lifestyle for any length of time, they really have to learn that what their partner is doing has nothing to do with them, unless you guys are all playing together, and that's pretty common. Um, but even in those situations, someone receiving pleasure from someone else that's not you doesn't mean that they don't have pleasure with you. And couples who are in the lifestyle and really, really love each other and really enjoy each other's company will very often say the hottest sex they have is after the playing when they go home together and they talk about it and they recreate the, the, the scenario and the feelings. In those situations, the hottest sex you're going to have is with your partner. But if you're thinking about getting into the swinging lifestyle, and I've gotten some letters about it, and people are very curious because I spent a lot of time in the lifestyle and I got a letter from someone who's like, I'm really interested in your life. At the end of the day, it is a level of, of confidence within your relationship. It's a level of communication most people never have. It's a level of trust most people never get to. 
So if you're thinking about getting into it, I mean, you're already ahead of the game. But in the beginning, I know that when my ex and I, and to be clear, we did not break up because of the lifestyle. We broke up for a million other reasons, but the lifestyle, it certainly shined our spotlights on our insecurities. But by the time we split up, it had nothing to do with the lifestyle and everything to do with who we'd become as people. We just grew apart. But when you're in the lifestyle, you're going to face those challenges. You're going to have those moments where you think that someone's, you know, like, a, for let me just do guys first, that he's more buff than you, that he makes more money than you, that his cock is bigger than yours, right? Those are guy insecurities 101. When you're talking about women, it's, does her body look better? Is she prettier than me? Is she thinner than me? Is she more in alignment with what you've dated before, right? So all of that stuff comes into play and can really wreak havoc on your self-esteem. My advice to everyone is to, you know, you've heard me talk before, meditation is the number one way to find you and to get to know you and to fall in love with you and allow yourself to be totally okay with whatever and however you feel. And diving into those emotions, I will tell you that there's no bottom, right? If somebody's jealous, you can't, you can't argue your partner into, into getting them to stop what they're doing because at the end of the day, it puts you in a powerless position. So let's play this out. We have our friend. We're just going to call her. We'll call her Felicia. So Felicia is dating her boyfriend and she's older than her boyfriend. And she's concerned that when her boyfriend plays with someone else, he might want the other person more than her. That's the situation. But it couldn't be. It doesn't have to be age. It could be, you know, the girl is hotter than she is in her mind or whatever. The point is. In that situation, when the boyfriend messes with the girl, right, then she is triggered because she's like, well, what if this happens and what if that happens? And that's that fear of jealousy, right? Afraid that you're going to take something that's mine. But by telling him not to do it, by creating an environment that says, you know, if you ever see her again, if you ever touch her again, if you ever talk to her again, two things happen. Number one, how would you feel if somebody told you you can't do something? Most people are like, I'm going to do it because you said don't. Because nobody's going to control you. We came into this world autonomous and nobody likes to be told what to do. If, you were have, if you're the guy in the situation and you're having fun doing it, you're being asked to stop liking something you like, which is just like, that's like saying, I like vanilla ice cream, but today I'm going to eat chocolate because somebody's told me not to like vanilla. Do you see what I mean? You can't stop liking what you like. And third, and the most important, I think, is the person who's jealous if you're trying to get someone to stop doing what, you're, what they're doing, then you're putting them in charge of your emotions because it's a really powerless place to be. Like, let's say the same game with Felicia and her boyfriend. All of a sudden, she's jealous. She says, never talk to that girl again. And now, if he agrees, she doesn't have to process her own feelings. But more importantly, if he doesn't agree or he talks to her, he sees her casually now she has to know that whatever he does, she's like, she's powerless over that. And that's true of anybody. You can't stop somebody from doing something just by telling them because something else will come up. If there's anything that I learned in my years in the lifestyle, and if you've ever listened to me before, you know I used to say I was the most jealous woman in America. There will always be another girl that can make you jealous. There'll always be another guy with a bigger cock, whatever it is. There's always going to be something that's going to trigger you if you're triggered at all. And the secret to this lifestyle is not to make yourself triggerable. It is a couple sport and the couples, it, those who come in as couples, you guys have to remember, you know, there's an old Texas saying, you know, dance with the one who brung you. Guys, can, in terms of hierarchy, 
you know, unicorns are top, single bisexual females. Everybody wants a girl. Okay. And then you have the couples, hot couples, ranked to not hot couples, whatever your version of that is, right? And then you have single guys. And single guys are the lowest on the totem pole because there's a swinging dick everywhere. I'm sorry, guys. It's true. There's a lot of parties that single guys don't get invited to. There's a lot of clubs that single guys can't get into without a girl. So knowing that you're as part of a couple, you don't want somebody, A, you don't want to just be somebody's way to get in a club. And B, if that person's gotten you into the club, you don't want to be the asshole who doesn't pay attention to her. You have to remember that you showed up with your partner, which means that has to be the highest priority in the room. Because I promise you, there will always be another party. There will always be another girl. There will always be another opportunity. There will always be another chance. And in the lifestyle, it's a small community. You wouldn't think so because there's like... Several years ago, I think there was a study done that there were 4 million uh, registered, and you know that's going by you know, swinger sites and that kind of thing, 4 million registered swingers. That was probably, that's probably 10 to 15 years old in terms of the research. So imagine what it is today. There's always going to be somebody else that has the opportunity to play with you. So don't ever look at it as this is the last time it's going to happen. And that's one of the things with newbie guys, they get into this mindset that if it doesn't happen tonight, it's never going to happen. We actually, I remember there was a guy once at a club and that's what he whined the whole time. You know, his, his wife was very on the fence about it. She was super uncomfortable and he wanted to play and he's like sitting there with me whining and I'll never forget it in the most nasally voice ever. If it doesn't happen tonight, it's never going to happen. I was like, dude, it's never happening. <laughs> like it's not with me anyway. It's never happening. Okay, the most important thing that you can do as a couple in the lifestyle is really support your partner and what they want. Because if you both show up with that loving, giving attitude of, I want you to have a good time and I want you, and, and not I want me to have a good time because, it, you know, you want your partner to have a good time and you hope that they want you to have a good time too. If you're in it to win it only for yourself, I'm a big fan of selfishness. I'm a big fan of taking care of your own emotions. I'm a big fan of taking care of you. But if this is the person you're going to go home with, part of taking care of you is taking care of that relationship. Because, you know, when you look at a couple, you see, you know, whether it's a guy-guy couple, girl-girl couple, or a heterosexual couple, it's like you see two people. But the third unspoken person at your table is your relationship. And that has to be protected. You know, one of the complaints of unicorns is that when they play with a couple and somebody gets jealous then the unicorn gets shunned and, and everyone dismisses the unicorn's feelings. It's called unicorn hunting. And, and, and I'll be honest, I did it. And it's a terrible way to treat people. But you have to know that if you're getting into the swinging lifestyle or you're considering it, that your rules are important and not to change your rules in the heat of a moment and not to alter who you are as a couple. If you guys are normally loving and affectionate, the lifestyle is not the place to not be that. If you normally are very conscientious of each other's feelings and very complimentary, the lifestyle is not the place to not do that. The lifestyle is a place where, let's play this out, going back to, to Felicia and her boyfriend. If he's somebody who is very complimentary, just naturally that person, and he's always showering them on her, when he shows up in a lifestyle experience and he starts showering compliments other places, she might feel a little slighted. So the onus is on him to make sure that he's complimenting her as much as he's complimenting the other girls.
you know, the lifestyle is not for the faint of heart. It's not for somebody who doesn't have security in their relationship, which is why I said to her from the beginning, you are the last person that should ever be in this relationship and go into the lifestyle. Because if you don't know 100%, no matter what, that person you're going with is your partner and your lover and you're solid, don't go. Because the lifestyle is going to shine a spotlight on everybody's insecurities and you have to have something solid to hold on to. And that relationship really has to have its own awareness. Everybody's got to, you know, if you're going to stay together and you plan on staying together and you want to stay together and this is something you want to do together, you have to give that relationship, that third person at the table, due attention. All right, you guys. So next time we're going to talk about polyamory. Because when I was started talking to Felicia and I tried to explain the difference between poly and swinging, she got very confused. And I was like, well, what about kink? There's a lot of different lifestyles. There's a lot of alternative ones. And I think it's important that if you think you're going to walk into any of them, that you're educated on it. If you have questions about today's show, get into the Facebook group and ask me because I'm happy to answer them. I just want you to know that there's nothing in this world that you can't do and there's nothing in this world that you shouldn't do. But if you're going to do it, you have to know who you are when you do it. You have to be comfortable with whatever the consequences are and whatever the feelings are. And if somebody's jealous, you just got to hold space for them because they're having a moment and you just got to respect it. Don't fight fire with fire because I promise you all you'll get is a terrible blaze. But if you fight it with love and you're like, and you're reassuring, you hope that somebody's going to sit down and go, okay, I was having a moment. Just, just be kind to each other and always choose love. All right, you guys, next week we're going to talk about the poly lifestyle and then we'll cover the kink lifestyle and then we'll figure out which one is for you. Maybe it's monogamy. Today, tomorrow, and every single day, you know that I love you, but you have to love you first. And that's always, always, always an inside job. You've been listening to Sex Unshamed. Unshaming sex. Unshaming sex. We hope you had your tissues ready. (laughs) Did you have fun? We know we did. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. And we'll see you next time. Pervert. Pervert.